today with Claire Byrne on RTE Radio 1, sponsored by Cash and Carry Kitchens. At the heart of Irish homes for over 40 years. Cashandcarrykitchens.ie Email todaycb at rte.ie There's a debate going viral at the moment. You might have seen this online about whether you should clean your own hotel room as soon as you arrive and you should see some of the videos. You have social media users posting videos of themselves using UV lights to check the beds and walls for stains. Other people bring a cleaning kit to wipe down the remote controls, the light switches, the door handles and it does sound like a lot of hassle when you're on a short break. But here to tell us how common it is whether it's necessary. We have Dr Primrose Freestone who's Senior Lecturer in Clinical Microbiology at the University of Leicester and also travel writer Ed Finn and you're both welcome. Dr Freestone, I'll start with you. Do you think it's necessary to clean things if you walk into a hotel room and the room appears to be very thoroughly cleaned? But that's just it. Um, it appears to be clean but where you can actually pick up infections and get ill are from things that you can't see, microscopic um, microorganisms, bacteria, fungi, viruses, and so on. And wherever there have been people, they would deposit those bacteria, viruses, fungi, whatever, um, into the hotel room before them. And the problem is, particularly some viruses like rotavirus, enteric viruses, even COVID-19, they can actually stay um, active on hard surfaces like remote controls or sideboards or mirrors or the bathroom tap or whatever for days and it may only be a few hours between them visitors so um to be honest um that's exactly what i do when i go and stay in a hotel room yeah i do give it a clean down so anything that's there are just my bacteria and therefore relatively safe okay so, yeah i think it's you, a good idea let's go through your routine then you walk into the hotel room what's the first thing you do have a look around the room and, <laughs> well, I must admit, get out the cleaning kit um, from the, um, the hand <laughs> luggage. Um, start on the um, um, door handles because then the light switches, because those are the first things that you touch. Okay. Occasionally washing my hands as I'm actually doing this because the one I'm picking up is obviously going to be dirty. Well, microbiologically suspect um, to start with. And then having a look in the bin. And also, I must admit, um, with recent reports from France and indeed the rest of, the, of Europe, signs of things like bed bugs. Um, so once I've actually done that in the bathroom, check on what the um, sort of bathroom looks like in terms of cleanliness. Does it smell fine? Can you see any stains anywhere? And then, well, I must admit, I get out an antibacterial spray, just give everything a spray, and that usually... Um, takes care of most things. The one thing is you can't sanitise adequately, the non-hard surfaces like pi- um, pillows, sheets and and um, and, um, and so on, um, pillowcases. So I must admit, um, if I'm only staying one night in a hotel, I tend just to sleep on top of it and, and take a little um, blanket with me. OK, this is not a break or a holiday, right? This is work. OK, you're, if it's you're, a holiday... No, though, no, but you are going into that room and you are working before you rest. <laughs> but then the thing is, though, what you don't want to do is pick up an infection, which you can do from a hotel room. Full stop. We know that it's possible. Ed is with us as well. Ed Finn and Ed, you travel around the world as part of your job. And I'm sure you've seen the good, 
the bad and the ugly when it comes to to hotel rooms. Take us through yes, your experiences. Yes. God, that's, this is sounding like Howard Hughes. He used to, remember Howard Hughes he used to lie naked in dark in hotel rooms because he was terrified of getting germs. Yeah, I have, Claire, I have travelled all over. Yeah, and I mean, I'm probably every month two, in two hotels. And I have to say, I have, I'm still standing. I haven't been knocked over yet with any sort of disease. And yeah, for me, I mean, I think... This is funny because we're all very strong now, and I am as well about sustainable tourism, you know, and a lot of hotels now will offer you like on-demand cleaning or maybe every second day, you know. But when you arrive into a hotel, the last thing I suppose I would be worried about uh, would be, um, you know, cleaning the room because I would, I, would, I would have to say, in my experience, I've had a few bad things over the years. Years ago, I remember finding a dead mouse under a bed. Oh, no. Um, you know, in a sort of a and b Do you remember the old B&Bs yeah. as they were there then? Um, and I kind of remember one time going into a room and there were, I, when I was in, I arrived in and the, I heard the toilet flush and there was a, a man inside in the loo. But that was uh, another experience uh, entirely. He was just in the wrong room, you know. But, uh, so I definitely gave it the, the, the place a wind down after that. But I mean, I think, yeah, I think it's a little, it, it is interesting. But I must say, in my experience, Claire, that I have had very good cleanliness and uh, over the years. And I think hotels, especially hotels now that, are subscribing to these regenerative practices to get zero carbon. They might be slightly worried about people double cleaning the rooms, you know, because um, mm. you know, the whole idea with sustainability really, I suppose, is to, you know, once, once the room is cleaned and done properly, after that, I think then I would be very relaxed. I would be more inclined to have the gin and tonic when I arrive in the room, Claire, good, rather than like good wiping for you, it all but, down. But do you, <laughs> do you use the glass for your gin and tonic that was in the room when you arrived? Because, I, I mean, I'm not maybe as fastidious yeah. as Primrose is, but I'm not using that glass either in the bathroom or if they have one out on the, the table because you just know yeah, that hasn't yeah. been cleaned properly. Yeah, you can. I mean, I found, you know, sometimes in the cups, I've, you know, there'd be tea bags left and stuff. But definitely, yeah, I would put hot water. Like if I was having a cup of coffee, I would, you know, put boil, throw some boiling water into the cup beforehand. Definitely. And I think around COVID, you, we became very conscious about like wipes and bringing wipes. Definitely, you would do that. It's been more in self-catering uh, situations, Claire, that I've had this. I mean, you know, like if you book a self-catering apartment in Spain or somewhere else, they may not be so clean. Pop to the supermarket then buy a few things. Maybe that would have happened before, but not so much for me in hotel rooms. But self-catering, I would have had it. I would be mm-hmm. more fastidious, definitely. Primrose, when I was looking into this, I found uh, an article and some videos, which I regretted looking at, of people boiling their underwear and their socks in the kettle to clean them. <laughs> <laughs> it's the drying them, Claire. Where do you dry them? <laughs> but can you imagine? I mean, does that happen? And if it does, is it the worst thing? Because the water's been boiled primrose so you know can we take some comfort in the fact that anything that they've put in there the germs have been killed well um as long as the um, kettle uh, that's been used for cleaning the laundry is actually being minced out afterwards since it's going to be boiled again there's no real infection risk from that i mean i think one of the reasons why we don't sort of seem to pick up whatever you know infections from what's been deposited by other guests you know, in the room, is because we've got such a robust immune system. And I, I, I think, you know, um, I, I, it, basically, you go around the world, you actually develop your immune defences. So I reckon that's one of the reasons why we don't get as sick as we could. But there may well come a time when your immune system is less competent, and that's when you maybe want to think hygiene. And I'm also a microbiologist. I'm naturally careful anyway. Mm-hmm. 
The throw and the pillow, the cushions that maybe are left on the bed to make it look nice. Are you particularly concerned about them? I'd imagine you are because you're not even getting into the bed. So the the soft furnishings, well, the they're is, gone. Yeah, well, I get them off, don't I? OK, and also, you can't, I mean, it's likely that the sheets and the pillowcase will be changed between guests, I hope. All right. The bedspread, the curtains, all the soft furnishings won't be because it's just too expensive. And unless they're really dirty, nobody's actually going to clean them, maybe plump them up a bit. And that's pretty much it. But they can actually, you know, um, harbour bacteria and all sorts of things, quite frankly. So in short, um, for me, OK, I actually do clean the place up even if only there a few days. If I'm staying for longer, yeah, I do bring the full cleaning, cleaning kit because this is what makes me feel comfortable. Yeah. I imagine it will be the same for others as well. And you don't leave your luggage on the floor. Why is that? Absolutely not. OK, because even a very clean looking room that smells wonderful can actually have, um, well, Simex lectularius, a.k.a bed bugs actually hiding in um, sort of crevices. They are very good at sort of getting themselves into sort of luggage, even tiny cracks. They can go for months and months and months without food. And that's why you can actually sort of um, transmit, carry and re-sort of um, inoculate um, different places around the world with these bed bugs. That's why it's such a problem in France. In fact, in the UK, and yes, I have been in a, in a hotel room where I did see some um, sort of, how can I put deposits? In other words, bed bugs, sort of um, droppings. Um, and I, I slept that night on the chair. Oh my! And how did you see? How did you recognise that it was bed bug droppings that you were looking at? Well, okay. Given that I know a little bit about the life cycles and the um, eating sort of habits of bed bugs, okay. So they're typically sort of yellowish to brownish in colour. When they actually molt, they'll leave silvery skins. But above all, when they actually sort of um, excrete their last blood meal, and they're, they're purely blood drinkers, okay, it leaves something that looks a bit like a coffee ground or a little brown stain. And I actually saw it on the mattress and I thought, oh dear, oh, there gosh. have been bed bugs in those beds. <laughs> Ed, I think you should pour a double gin the next time you go into a hotel room just to make sure you're, you're yeah. settled and you're okay. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think so. The yeah, is I mean, quite I, antibacterial, so go for it. There you go. It is. See? That probably explains why I've never had any problems uh, Primrose. We've solved it. We've solved it there. Ed Finn <laughs> and Primrose Freestone, thank you both very much for joining us Thanks on the programme. Still to come in the next hour, Michal Martin suggested the TV licence could be reduced if it's collected by revenue, but is making it a tax a good idea? We're going to discuss the stories that made the headlines this week in the Friday Gathering too, and former Scotland Yard detective Peter Blexley on the manhunt in London for the person who threw an alkaline substance in the face of a woman and two children. That's all on the way in the next hour. Coming up next, though, we're going to be talking about Joe Biden. Text 51551. Today with Claire Byrne on RTE Radio 1.